Man, you ever just sit around and masturbate to old pictures of your mother? <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> I just sat down. Like, who who starts a podcast like that? <laughs> What up? <laughs> what it do? What it do? No, that's bad. That's bad, bro. I gotta go. <laughs> it's tight. We gotta wait for the intro music, or do we just start talking? Yeah. All right. Welcome no, back to care. another episode. <laughs> On the phone with Dick. Uh, shout out to Sengen Boychuk who made that intro song there. Uh, he he was a guest a couple weeks ago, and he you know made that made that killer intro for us. So shout out to him. Uh, on uh, you know this week we have special guest Ben Ben from you know Bentelect. You know this is this is kind of exciting for me because I've been following him since before I even started making content myself. Good stuff. I appreciate that. Hey. Man, what it do though? <laughs> what no? What it do though? No, I say that to people, and they—it's funny. There's really nothing you can reply to what it do with no anything besides what it do. Like <laughs> I say that to people who Facts. like probably yeah. I say that to the people who probably never say that. I walk in and be like, "What it do?" And they'll be like, "Uh, what it do?" <laughs> like, hi, you bet. There's literally, like you said, there's something you can say to that. So it's kind of confusing, right? It's just like, that's how you throw someone off their game. I'm going to do that oh, to my boss. Oh, big time. For well, sure. I'm going to do that to my boss. Where are you? What I do, though. What I do. He'll be like, you got the day off, my guy. That's, that, that's what are you do. on drugs, bro? <laughs> What's going on, man? Not much, man. Just a uh, 9 p.m. in Minnesota. Winter coming to a close. So that's amazing. Yep. Big shout out uh, to that. It's still light outside. There's hardly any snow oh on the ground. God. I'm in northern Canada, so I, I work in the oil field. I'm currently in my camp room. This is where the magic happens. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's where I sleep and paint the walls and whatnot. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I nothing I like more than seeing that snow melt because I'm super into shoes. So I can finally bust out the sneakers without getting them salty and snowy and crap. I was going to say, I, I'm into shoes. I'm like, I'm pretty sure 99% of the world's into shoes, but Right, right. No, I'm kind of a sneakerhead. And I don't yeah. really like identifying as a sneakerhead. I don't really know why, because I feel like people who are super into sneakers are kind of a little too, like, hypey about it, you know? Too hypey. What's the most, what's the most you've ever spent on shoes? <sighs> That's tough. I bought a pair of Grateful Dead Nike SB Dunks for a thousand um and but the most <laughs> i think i actually spent was when i first blew up the not first blew up but it got to a point to where i i wanted to treat myself and buy something nice and i bought a pair of i think it was like eleven hundred dollars for a pair of balenciaga sneakers <laughs> like, whoa balenciaga yeah, super expensive and super stupid because they're like they're big and like they weigh like a pound a piece. They look like I walked <laughs> off Mars. I mean, they're not spice but, girl. Uh, yeah, I just loved them. And I was like, you know what? I got to just buy something designer, like overly expensive, at least once in my life, just to see yeah. what it's like and how. Absolutely. I hear that. Yeah. I did that with the Harry Potter, uh, the Harry Potter, like 30 disc set or whatever it was when I first started working in the oil field. Came in Harry Potter's trunk, like, 
Oh, lit. $400. That's fly. Right? No, that is, oh, yeah. that is cool. That's actually like worth the money. These shoes, not so much. <laughs> well, it wasn't, it was worth the money at the time, but now like who's got DVDs? <laughs> right, right. Oh no, that's so funny. Yeah, I'm like so old. So like I, I know all like the DVDs, VCRs, and stuff. I can like hardly have a conversation with someone under twenty five because they, they. I mean, we've just like lived like such a different life. You know what I mean? I, Absolutely. You know, grew up with Sony Dismans and no cell phones, yep. and uh, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it just very very different world and upbringing so it's like seeing kids now being like especially like the real young kids man that's when it's like really crazy like 16 year olds just knowing way more about technology than i ever even had a clue about when i was a kid my three-year-old daughter can navigate an ipad yeah no and that's like and that's like standard not saying your daughter, yeah. not, no. I'm, I, I give props to your daughter, but you know what I mean? It's like kids <laughs> yes. in this yeah, day and not, age, it's like they come yeah. out the womb and they, yeah. the baby signs on the iPad, you know, it's <laughs> like yeah. the, the parents don't even do shit. Baby's like fingerprints, sign it, download Candy Crush out the womb. <laughs> Fuck. It's Candy Crush. That's fucked, yeah. man. No, like, dude, I know what you're saying. Like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, damn, my daughter's special, bro. But like, no, nah, she's just she's just Standard, running with the man. pack. It's no, like it's saying crazy. it's like saying guys our age, you know, oh man, I used to watch Saved by the Bell every morning before school. And right. like I could recite every line word for word. Dude, that's not special. That's the yeah, whole generation, no. you know? No, yeah, 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 definitely. No, it's crazy. Technology is just a wild thing. Shout out, how, Jack. How old are you? Uh, I'm 33. Oh, so we're, we're the same age. I just turned 34. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny because when I first came up on TikTok, people, like, would guess my age and, like, no one could figure it out. And then I would, like, drop hints that I was, like, old and people, like, wouldn't get it. But then, then I... I guess I got big enough to be searchable on Google. So it like, it, everything was like out there for people yeah. to like look up. And so I would, but apparently people are lazier than I give them credit for. So <laughs> people, <laughs> people literally just like still ask, even though I, you know, you just can type in Bentelect on Google and everything you need to know about, like everything you could think of will pop up about me for the most part. I think even like so, my address. Oh, that's crazy. So yeah that that might not be good but like, no so so like with with that with that growth with that what you've got 11.4 million on tiktok almost three on youtube and then like yep. over 500k on instagram with mm -hmm. that like you know without and and someone said to me you know i've got i've got i'm about to hit 60k here on tiktok and and you know it's not necessarily a bad thing all the time but what kind of ego comes with that yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of odd in my situation because I have always considered myself creative and someone who I, I was filming videos and making music and just doing random, uh, I guess, content creation prior to this. So when things started taking off, it just was my natural course yeah. of life in my head. Like, that's just the way I eventually. I always envisioned myself to be somebody who was in the creative field. So for me, like an ego didn't really build, you know what I mean? Like I, 
I don't think I'm better than people because I have a huge following on social media. I mean, especially it's, it's funny because when I first took off, I probably had more of an ego than I do now because when I first hit like a million and two million and like four million on TikTok, before I ever had followers on YouTube or Instagram or anywhere else, I it was it was actually harder to get a million followers on TikTok. Now a lot of people I see people yeah. blow up and get a million followers overnight. And back when I first went viral, I think I got like ten thousand followers overnight. Like I woke up and I had ten thousand followers. And I, I remember thinking I was the shit. When I have like 200,000 followers on TikTok, you know, so now yeah. here having millions, uh, it just it still sounds it crazy when I say it. And I've just tried to and my main goal was to never lose myself and, and, and never not be humble, regardless of how I grew on social media or like just in any success that I may or may not have in life, you know. Yeah, I'm kind of kind of the same way a little bit, you know, like, I think I was a little bit more egotistical or cocky about it. When I before I even hit 10k, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. Oh, my God, 2000 3000 followers. But mm -hmm. like where where I was, where I was popular around, though, was like, um, the oil field, I work in the oil field and around mm -hmm. the area I'm working in where people were like, Hey, it's dick. What's going on, bro? Love your content, right? And I was right. like 2000 3000 followers. And I was just like, fuck yeah that's sick, right, right right and that's sick it felt really good it felt really yeah. good right and now no, and now nice. you know like yeah and you know now and and yeah i'm i posted a video four or five days ago and i've gained almost ten thousand just off that one video right where nice. it's you know uh always in the sun but no one's sun's ever in me you know what i mean and <laughs> i'm doing it while i'm at work and you know it's it went from like a hundred thousand the other day to it's almost at five hundred thousand in the last two days so it grew pretty quickly yeah, yeah. and uh you know like yeah i've had a few million view videos but 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 if anything, over time, I've learned to be humble about it because easy come, easy go. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, I've seen the internet chew people up and spit them out. <clears throat> and, you know, egos inflate and, you know, um, you know, someone catches in the, doing something you're not supposed to be doing or saying right. something you didn't mean to say, but it wasn't the right thing. So they like, you know, the internet comes for you and cancels you, right? The internet right. turns on you just as easy as it was with as, you. As they supported so. you. Yeah, yeah, man, I've seen a lot of people fumble heavy with that. This one guy, yeah. this one guy, I, I forget his name, um, but New Main. He used to go by New Main, but he goes by Kane now. And um, I remember I was in Chicago a lot because my girlfriend was living in Chicago. And I was driving down there and I saw this guy blow up like overnight. Like in three days, he gained like half a million followers and he was just like blowing up and his content was super funny. Like he just, he was likable. Right. But then this dude went on live and people were accusing of him of copying other people's content and on live on TikTok live. He's like, man, I don't care about copying people's content. And a bunch of people screen grabbed it and posted it. And he, I don't think he's ever recovered. And this is literally like two years ago, I think he, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen him since, but I mean, kid could have might have actually had like something going if he didn't like be so Well, isn't that, isn't that what sort of, you know, TikTok is? You see someone's trend or someone's video do really well. So you recreate it, you copy it a little bit, right? You can, you, yeah. 
if I do that, I try to uh, tag them and it'd be like, shout out to this guy, right? Like, right, hey, right. he did it, right? Right. And then, you know, some guy did a video that was like, um, the CRA is the Canadian Revenue Agency, right? And uh, some guy did the video, hey, isn't it funny that ever since uh, India went into lockdown, the CRA hasn't even called once, right? The CRA, the Canadian Revenue Agency, they're, they're in a big scam thing where yeah. um, people in India will get your number say hey you owe us a bunch of money and this is the canadian government right well they'll call you like six times in an hour where the canadian government might call you once a week right right and so like you know india goes into lockdown the cra stopped calling right and <laughs> and it was funny it was funny when he said it and so i did it too right and my video got almost two million views where his got maybe a thousand Right. right and so like in the comment section he actually commented he's like you're not even gonna tag a guy huh and oh, I was like, damn. oh shit so i made a whole video right when it just before it hit a million i was like hey I, I i went back i couldn't find his comment i'm like hey man uh I, I to the guy who made this before me big shout out to you you know i don't know where you are who you are i can't find your comment but like you know thank you right right and uh so i tried but yeah i I fucked up a little bit, yeah. but no, it's, yeah, I, it's, it's odd now because before I kind of had anything on social media, I used to always read these like comments about big creators taking young, small creators ideas and like profiting off of them. And I actually early on had some writer for Barstool, this total clown, Tommy smokes like truly the biggest clown, least funny dude ever was basically saying, yeah, Bentelec like sucks. If you like them, like you should divorce your like partner or some shit. <laughs> like the dude just went off, just wrote this like scathing, super long article about me. And then at the end of it was like, now I know you probably all think I'm mad. Cause I come up with such good ideas and like these big creators steal them. And it's like, and I, I, I've never watched a single piece of his content because he's garbage, but you know, so it's like, I, but I, I get it. You know, there's, there's videos for me. It's like, there's certain trends that go down on TikTok that hundreds and thousands of people do. Um, if I jump on a trend like that, I don't tag anyone. Cause a, I don't know who started it. B yeah. it's a trend and everyone's doing it. If I see a specific video that I think is like super funny and it's like a one there's one video out there, like someone literally came up with the concept. If I think it's like really funny, I will tag them in the caption of the video. Like I won't even tag them in the comments. I tag them in the caption. So anyone yeah. who clicks on that video knows like where it originated from and stuff. Yeah. And it's funny, even when I do that, I rarely get love from the people who originated it, which is which is wild to me sometimes because this this girl made this video kind of poking fun at the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. And I redid it basically the same. And I tag her and she had like a thousand followers, like really small account. And I tag her and like nothing, like no comment, no nothing, like didn't follow me, which is fine. But I'm kind of like, damn, you know, I put you like, you know, I put you on, you know, I basically gave credit to you to millions of my followers and like, yeah. You know, I, but whatever, you know, I did my job, you know, I, I just wanted people to know, Hey, I thought this was funny. So I wanted to do it. Uh, it's not mine. Here's the tag. In Canada, you said, uh, they, you know, uh, they profited off someone else's content in Canada. We don't get paid on TikTok. We don't. Oh, we don't right. Make money. Yeah. I, right. Yeah. I heard about we, that. 
Yeah, when we when we go live, we can battle and get gifts, and that's pay. But like, we don't get right. paid for reviews, right? So it's uh, it kind of sucks. But at the but at the same time, you know what? Whatever it is, what it is. Um, you right. know, uh, when we take someone else's content, we're not doing it for anything other than hey, we want we we like your idea. Big shout out to you because you and right. if you see it, you'll know. You'll if you see it, you'll know, right? Yeah. So sure. yeah. Um, I, I actually liked what you were doing in the beginning there and, and what you, you've kind of, you kind of do, I, I seen you a lot more before I started making like my own content before, mm -hmm. like, you know, I would, I would scroll through when I was just a user and you would pop up all the time and, you know, mm -hmm. you would read tweets and stuff like that. You'd be yeah. like facts, right. You know, <laughs> and I love that. And then, you know, I started making my own content. You still popped up. I followed you a little bit into it. And then you know how it goes, right? You follow someone, you barely see their content anymore. Right. right? And, and unless they're really hidden. And so every now and then when you do pop up, I go down the rabbit hole. I click on your profile and I watch all yeah. your videos that I missed out <laughs> on. Right. Yeah. So. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, uh, it's funny. Cause like, I look back at some of those old like videos, like the facts videos and just like cringe. Cause like some of that <laughs> early 2020 Bentelex content was, uh, definitely cringe worthy. And it's, it's, but you know, you, you grow and you adapt. I mean, like I'd probably say meme reviews as I call them is probably like 30% of my content now, whereas it used to be like a hundred, like yeah. when I first blew up, everything I put out that was unrelated to uh, reviewing or reacting to memes just like never did views. But every time I would like compile a list of funny memes, like it always took off. So the first, like probably five months of TikTok, I just was just pushing out just meme reviews left and right. But then, you know, like I said, you grow and you start putting out different content. And uh, I guess that's just kind of what happens. I mean, I've seen people blow up with a trend on TikTok or wherever, and they just run it into the ground. And while they, oh, do yeah. that, they run themselves into the ground and they don't really create other content. And that's kind of how you can tell whether or not someone's a content creator or just somebody who rolled the wave and then just, you know, went back to the beach. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, do you feel like, you know, um, at all, like any, like, does it affect your mental health at all with all your followers sometimes where you're like, shit, what do I got to put out for content? Do you ever hit a block and does it ever like, you know, the comment section, does it ever like sometimes get to you or you just kind of laugh at some stupid comments people put out there? Right. I, I mean, comments, you do kind of get a harder shell as you do this but yeah. early on i i always knew comments was part of it. like er, ever since i was kind of in the mindset of i want to have some type of following on the internet i knew hate comments and hate was just going to be a part of it so early on i i want to say that it didn't really bother me but it did and it and it started to bother me more and more as i grew but then it kind of leveled out with me and just how I I'm, I'm like, look, I signed up for this. This is what I wanted to do. So that that kind of took a backseat. And now now really, I don't care what people say on the Internet. And as far as burnout goes or or writer's block, video block, whatever you want to say, that's a that's a big thing, because I mean, I've put out, oh, my God, 4000 short form videos across all my platforms in the past like two and a half years i mean that's a lot of videos obviously yeah. it's you know 30 second videos not very long right but 
still a lot of videos. Uh, so yeah, you get to a point to where you're like, oh, Jesus, what skit, what trend, what relatable idea have I not put out there? Right. And I, you know, I, a big part of my job is just looking around on the internet for things that are popular or relatable. Sometimes I will leave the house and just go do something like go order a sandwich some, from Subway or go into Target and an idea will just hit me. Like I'll see someone do something or I'll, you know, go to put the cart in the stall and there's the one kid who's just like throws it into the stall and the other person just like walks it up. It's like that person's a psycho. Like, you know, so it's <laughs> like you get these ideas, but it, you you run into these blocks to where you're like, damn, like it's especially in like the short form world because you go, go, go. Yeah. And it's so easy to ingest this short form content that it, it makes it harder. And like my girlfriend will give me crap and be like, oh, your job ain't that hard. But like, she doesn't like, she's not in it. Right. And like, I didn't think it would be that hard until I was in it. And then I, you know, I'm doing brand deals. I'm posting different content on different platforms. Sometimes you know, I, I have multiple brand deals in the same week, along with putting out long form content on YouTube and short form on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. And it's, it's hard, man. It, it get, Yeah, it gets to be like, it's definitely the hardest job I've ever had. And I've had like 30 different jobs throughout the past 15 years. So, I mean, it's just more than meets the eye. And I, I'll tell my girlfriend, I'll be like, you just, you just don't know, honey. <laughs> just don't get it. <clears throat> it's not her fault because she doesn't do it right so yeah 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 i uh i work in the oil field in uh in canada and uh so uh i work over 100 hours a week right wow. uh there's times where i put in like 140 hours in a week there's one time last winter where i did 170 hours in a seven day period there's only 168 hours in a seven day period right so uh insane it's it's that is it like is actually industry, right? insanity it, it is it is but you know we're working away we're in camp we're away from our families anyways while you're here you might as well work and yeah. and that's how i've been that's what i've incorporated into my content right i mm -hmm. i joke around and talk about you know the struggles we go through and and you know things we experience in the industry right and mm -hmm. And, you know, there are certain topics in the industry that I leave alone because, you know, in order for this to work, you know, uh, and, and consultants and, and bosses and everyone that sees me and follows me and shit like that, in order for them to be okay with this, I got to stay away from that side of things a little bit, right? Right. You know, and also I don't experience it because I don't see that side of my industry. So... I, I work all those hours. So I put in, you know, I got to watch content, make, make content, uh, mm -hmm. go live, come up with ideas, work. I have two kids and a wife. I gotta, I gotta make time for them on the phone right. when I'm yeah. at work. Right. And mm -hmm. so like, where did sleep come in and all that? Right. And and I got to sleep. <laughs> leave us for the week. No. <laughs> right. I'll sleep no. when I die. Right. Yeah. I was on I a pod one time and she was, uh, this lady was like, uh, so what what do you do? Um, what do you, what like? How do you avoid burnout? <laughs> she asked me that, and I was like, I was like, you don't. You just lean into it. <laughs> you lean into it, bud. It, like, it hits you. But no, I mean, in all seriousness, it. it is a it's for sure a thing. But I, man, I mean, uh, social media changes so much, and you're right. I mean, it's hard to get. It's hard to juggle. 
uh, things. And where I struggle sometimes is just being so caught up with what's next. So my friends will like want to go out to dinner. And right before I walk out the door, I see a trend that's brand new, like literally within a day. And I'm like, shit uh it's still light out so lighting's good (laughs) i should and i will i will i'll literally freeze and just my brain just starts like a train going and thinking of something uh to do for this trend and it, it will sometimes truly prevent me from like spending time with friends or people i care about because i've become so dedicated to my work and it is very different i mean i've always been dedicated to jobs that I've had in the past, but it's different when you're the person whose face and everything you are is like standing behind it. And a lot of my internet personality, so to say, is not all that I have, like content wise. Like I also used to be a rapper for 10 years, very dark, deep, uh, conscious rap music. Um, Not like the most PG rap music, right? I. You know, so there's like parts of me that the internet doesn't even see. So it's it's not even just that like I put out like this person who is who I am, but it's just knowing that like there's so many facets of myself that could also be put out. It's like this job that never runs out. So it, it makes it hard to not think about it very, very often. It's so weird hearing you call it a job, right? Because like in all aspects yeah. it is, you were the writer, producer, caution person, mm-hmm. the editor, you do it all, right? And you know yeah. what I mean? But but uh, in Canada, like a lot of people, you know, like I said, we don't make money, right? So we mm-hmm. have to go to our jobs. We have to. And for me, my content is my job too, right? But like mm-hmm. I'm, I make it at work. There are times where I get back to camp. I started carrying my hard hat and my coveralls with me back to camp because, you know, like I never know when an idea is going to pop up and boom, I got to go outside. Right. right. And I got to yeah. be like, oh my God, I need to make this right now. I can't right. save it for later. There are lots where I'll save for later and then the yeah. next day I'll make, but there are some that I'm like, oh my God, I don't have content to post today. I have, this is it. This is the one, right? And I go. Yeah. So, dude, yeah. I know that thought so well. Oh my God, I don't have yeah. content to post today. I, that is like panic mode for me. But yeah, it's, I tell you, the job comments, it's, it is weird still to this day calling it a job. And, I, I never really, like when I first quit my job, I had like 4 million followers on TikTok, nothing worth talking about on TikTok or on YouTube. Um, I think like a hundred thousand on Instagram, but TikTok was the only one paying me. Um, but I kind of, I just made the decision. I'm like, look, uh, I, this is a job that's like, it's a once in a lifetime thing. If I, if I pass this up, I may never get it more than likely. We'll never get that opportunity. Uh, again, right. And I was fortunate yeah. enough to blow up during the pandemic. So like I blew up with TikTok and it's, Same. It, it still is all just so crazy to me that it's come this far. But um, all of 2021, like I didn't really have much of a following anywhere else. So my job was actually pretty simple. Like I just had to post TikToks. I wasn't doing a whole lot of brand deals. I had them here and there, but nothing too crazy. Um, And then late 2021, I started just gaining traction on YouTube shorts. And then all of last year, it was like, just, I was like, wow, I I have an obligation, not only to my TikTok following, but also to YouTube where I'm getting paid. I also 
have signed contracts with YouTube. I've signed contracts with McDonald's and, and random just brands that are huge that I never thought I'd be working with. And that's when I was like, okay, this is, this is a job, right? Like early when I just had TikTok, it wasn't, I was getting paid, but it, it just was, it was more like an internship, I guess, but a paid internship, if you will. But I was fortunate enough to be able to quit my job with the money from TikTok and just money that like I had saved. But um, it allowed me to grow a lot in that first year. Like where I am as a content creator now in 2023 is a completely different person. Everything besides, I guess, my face (laughs) has changed about like how I put out content, what I look for in content, how I deliver it and post it and such on every platform from when I started. But I mean, that's the beauty of growth is, you know, you live, you learn, you grow and uh, absolutely. Hopefully you get better with it. Do you, I'm surprised you don't have a social media manager. Yeah. You know, I've tried different, I've had managers in the past. Um, and at the end of the day, I found that it was easier for me. It just, it never became so difficult for me to handle on my own, but I'm also a very hard worker. I'm also extremely good at multitasking. So for me, I just kind of, I mean, when I, most of my jobs were like, my job prior to this was selling auto and home insurance, right? And my, in sales, a lot of sales jobs, there's a lot of downtime, right? So out of my eight hour workday, I I truly, I'm not gonna lie, I was probably only working for four, okay? so. In a job like this, I'm I'm like shit. Well, it, I didn't really like care about that job that much. Like I liked it; it was a great job. I actually, I was very happy and fortunate to have a job like that. But it it wasn't like this, you know. It's not something that I could call my own. I wasn't the boss and such. So now I'm like, well, if I was putting in four hours work, even doing five six hours of work instead of four, I can. I can get a lot done, right? So I'm like, I'm not gonna pay a company to take 20% of a brand deal when half the half the work they're doing is sending emails. Like that's all I used to do at my old job was send yep. emails to customers. So for me, I'm like, okay, if all they're really doing is handling the communication via email, I can do that on my own. I'll have my lawyer look over the contract. Once I sign the, co- like once my lawyer gives me the green light, he'll, he'll you know, redline the whole thing. And be like, it's good, not good. If it's not good, he just, like, I'll link, I'll put my lawyer in on the email if there's something that needs to be changed. And once the contract's good, it's like, then it's up to me anyway, you know? So if I if I pay a company or a manager 20% of the brand deal to, to do all the email communication, regardless of whether I pay him or not, once it comes down to that contract being signed, now it's my job to put out the content, send it back, have it yep. approved. So I just was like, you know, and, and I've had tons and tons of companies. I, it's not to, I don't want to sound like conceited, right? But I've had companies reach out to me and want to sign me to contracts for their, you of know, course. under management companies and such. And you know, well, I'll you go got on. good numbers, right? They see your numbers, yeah. and mm-hmm. and and really, I, you know, we've talked about this before. They're using you, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, you know, you're putting in the work, right? Right. They're they're just they want your numbers, right? And yeah, sorry I cut you off there, but no, no, you're fine. No, you're totally fine. I rant a lot, but you're exactly right. Is it, <laughs> it's really just them reaching out and saying, okay, they've done all, and that's the tough part about the creative field, whether it's a 
a, a singer, model, actress, content creator, whatever you want to call them. They do all this work to build the following until they're in the public eye. And then, and I, I don't personally consider myself someone who's in the public eye, like, uh, say, uh, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the guy from you is, or, right, The Rock or whatever. But nonetheless, they, you put in this work and then once you're discoverable, people are like, hey, we love what you've been doing. How about we take 20% of what you do? And we'll just, I don't want to say they don't do anything, right? Like I've had managers that, yeah, they went to bat for me and, and tried to get me more money on brand deals and were great with email communication, made it so I didn't have to lift a finger. But for me, it's like lifting my hand is not difficult. And I'd rather keep the 20% than to, you yeah. know, my hands on the table. Cause I, I got to do the work to put out the content for the brand anyway. And usually management companies are only going to work with people like content creators for brand deals. Like I, I rarely have a, con a, a company reach out to me and say, Hey, we want to work with you and take money from your YouTube monetization or your, uh, you know, ad revenue from TikTok or Facebook or wherever. Yeah. You know, yeah. Usually it's on partnerships and collaborations with brands that are paying to have you post their product or service or whatever it is. So, so what's your, what's your best, uh, I don't want to say most lucrative, but what's your best uh, brand deal? Man, I got to go with McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, McDonald's uh, sponsored you? Yeah. Um, McDonald's. I, I've done a brand deal with McDonald's, uh, Prime Video, Truly, uh, Diablo, the the game, um, Manscaped. I mean, I, I've I've done a lot of brand deals. Um, but I McDonald's is just the one that's just like like who doesn't know McDonald's, right? Worldwide yeah, company. And uh the funny thing about it is that when they reached out to me, uh, they were like, hey, you know, send us your press kit and your rates and whatever. And I was like, okay, great. I was I was super excited about it, but I, I rarely get excited about a brand deal until the ink's dry. And, uh, but, you know, this one in particular, I was like, yes. And they hit me back like a week or two later. They're like, hey, uh, we're sorry. Like all the spots are filled. I'm like, damn it. And uh, whatever. Like, I think it was almost a month later they were like, hey, we had a spot open up. Are you doubt? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and like it was yeah, the day. Of yeah, it was the day before the uh the I signed the contract and I was waiting for them to countersign. And it was the day before they countersigned. I I almost like didn't sleep because I was just so excited to say I've worked with McDonald's. You know what I mean? Like yeah, at that point, like it wasn't even, I didn't even I don't want to be stupid and say I didn't care about the money. Obviously, you know, I cared about getting paid, but it was more that I wanted that clout, so to say, to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me rep that, uh, that crispy chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, if you don't mind me asking, like, what does something like that pay? If you don't mind me asking. Um, I, 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 I don't mind you asking, but I, I don't talk about um, oh that's fine that's good. that that's you know I, yep but anyway no it was it was cool it was cool to work with them and everyone there was like nice but and and usually when you work with a brand it's 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 very rarely mcdonald's right it's yeah, usually no, a, a agency that's doing this you, you almost always work with a middleman i have worked with brands like face like not face to face but directly and that that's the best right but you know, having an agency and working through them, that's great. I, I haven't, I tell you what, I haven't ran into a single 
person over the past two and a half years that I've been doing this that has rubbed me the wrong way, that was unprofessional. Everyone was, everyone I've worked with has been super nice. And that includes content creators. I, Did anybody I, I, ever I, rub you the right way? <laughs> God, we're going back to that opening statement. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I, I tell you what, I had a, man, I had a lot of crazy stories when I used to work in a kitchen and shit like that, but nothing, um, Nothing in this field. No, I uh, I did try to, uh, to get on the phone with Francesca um, from Too Hot to Handle once upon a time, though. Like when I first blew up, she's like stupid famous and uh, or super famous. I guess that's a nicer way to put it. But um, she like was commenting on my TikToks all the time and I was single and I remember I DM'd her and I was like, hey, what's your phone number? I'm going to call you tomorrow and read you <laughs> memes on the phone. <laughs> and she, she replied and she was like, uh, she was like, oh, my God. And but that was it. Like, no phone number, no nothing. Like, she literally just said, oh, my God. I'm like, damn, epic, oh, epic fail. <laughs> wow, you got shot down hard. Yeah. I, hey, she didn't leave me on red, so I can't like. Complain no, that's fair. We That's still fair, but hey, also, but does she interact still? Uh, I don't know, man. I, to be honest with you, I really don't check comments like a whole lot. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, we haven't. You know what? We've we've talked since then, um, like multiple times. But I, it just, I mean, we're just in very different fields. Like I'm a very individual content creator. She's like a reality TV show star. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. I, I'm i not going to lie. A lot of my job is done me, myself, and I. I The content I pick, the content I film. I, I have an editor for long form videos on YouTube. But 95% of the content that I put out that's, sh that's short form I film and edit, come up with like whatever it is, you know, scour the internet for uh, thread videos or uh, just things to do for like relatable skits or just quick trends or what have you. So it it's just we're in just different, <laughs> different, different parts of the creative field, I guess. My my wife helps me a lot with, uh, you know, she'll send me a lot of videos. She'll be like, hey, you need to do this and you need yeah. to say this and you need to post this part in this area right oh, like, sure. oh my god that's awesome you know yeah. and i'll do it and it blows up it does really good right and that's you know nice. yeah it is it is good right and she created her own content and i'm always finding content that her because she's a stay-at-home oil field wife she's a stay-at-home mom oil field wife and you know i'm like this is the struggles you guys go through and like right. some sounds just hit perfect with it i'm like you need to do this but you know she she's not in it for all that all that stuff she has 1500 followers and she's happy with that she barely right, posts sure. she's just you know and 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 you know what like I didn't expect to ever get more than two to 3,000 followers. You know what I mean? And then I didn't right. expect from that to grow on Instagram and grow on YouTube and grow on right. Facebook. And, you know, and it does sort of came along. But, uh, you know, brand deals and stuff like that have been pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. E-Wave glasses and stuff like that. Like I have these these glasses. I, I wear them in every video now, right? And, oh, nice. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, so. Uh, 
yeah, man, I get that kind of stuff. And it's, it's so awesome, man. It's so much fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, who, who knew that? And, and we had this conversation too a few months back with another creator who said, you know, for the first time ever, the little guy, the regular, just your everyday Joe is on par with, with the big guy. You know what I mean? Like people come down to us and be like, Hey, can you push my product for me? Help me push it. Right. And, right. and it's, it's proving far more effective. How much are they actually spending on, you know, let's say an ad, right? Like for me, I get a free pair of glasses out of it and I'm happier than a pig and shit. You know right. I mean? Right. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I dig the metaphor. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. But yeah, it's, it's, it's true. I, it really is just odd how, because back in the day, it was almost like if you wanted to create content or anything, you had to move to L.A., you had to know people, you had to do auditions and just random stuff like that, right? And now it's like someone can become a total full-blown superstar in their living room. It's It really is just like wild. I, I think, um, call me Chris, actually, who's uh, yep. in Canada. Canada. Yeah, She's not the far best, from me. I, she is the... In my opinion, she is the prime example of someone who just had a regular job cutting people's hair, being a hairstylist, to becoming an absolute superstar. I mean, just oh, yeah. a sensational creator. I, she could literally <laughs> like tell me I'm the worst person ever. I would never say anything bad about her. And, she actually um, helped me get verified on TikTok. Um, I, well, I don't want to say like help me, but I remember I was trying to get verified and I DM'd her and I was like, I, I, can you tell me how to get verified? Because she was like the only one I knew on TikTok. Um, like at one point, I think I followed like 10 people and she was one of them. And uh, we've done like a video before. I mean, now she's uh, now she's literally a superstar. But um yeah. Anyway, but so it's it's just odd. It's, it's just not odd, but it's just wild how now people, just like you said, you know, the, the person who wasn't necessarily a guy who moved to L.A. or someone who really just like wanted to be huge. I mean, even me, like I didn't expect to I, I initially when I blew up. I'm like stuttering all over my words because I, I still just can't believe that I have a following at all on the internet because I've wanted it for so long, but I, I never thought it would be even remotely as big as it is. Like when I first blew up, I was like, it'd be so cool to have like a couple hundred thousand followers and, you know, maybe get a million views on a video once or twice. Maybe, you know, just be able to put out videos and get some views and have like a small fan base. And then I just like took off and then I took off like a second time summer of 2021. And then uh, it just, it just kept going and going and going. And it got to a point to where I was like, wow, I, if I clearly something I'm doing is working and I have, you know, a lot of fans who stand behind me. And if I, you know, if I can put a smile on one person's face in a day, I'm happy. If I can do it for a million people, that's the best job on the planet. So it's, uh, I feel extremely blessed every single day to have a super positive, happy, uh, nice following. You know what I mean? Like all of my followers, like when I, when I'm in public and people recognize me, which is few and far between, but 
uh, when that happens, it's always someone who's just so nice. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's never this person who's got like a scowl on their face. It's always just someone who, if, if they didn't recognize me, if they didn't even know who I was, I would see them and be like, that person is very happy, clearly, clearly a positive person. So it's, it's awesome to have a fan base of people who are, who are really positive instead of having like maybe a toxic, you know, critical yeah. fan base. And yeah. I found that a lot of the people who throw shade in my direction are people who are just haters in general, like people who have bios that say F the world and I hate everyone. It's like, okay, <laughs> I just, you know, it's like, glad you're not part of my fan base, but you also learn that, um, you know, it, it it doesn't matter what kind of content you put out. You cannot make everyone oh, happy. It'd be it'd no. be great. It'd be great. That truly, if I had a wish, would probably be to that everyone got along. I I, oh. I on God, I, I that would be my one wish. But it's when it it's just probably not going to happen. I don't want to say never, but when it comes to creating content, I just don't think with this many people on the planet that you're going to find. A type of content that everyone's gonna like exactly and, 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 and if somebody is close to it it's mr beast and kabi oh, Lam. oh and mr beast I, is the man know? but there's still people who are like oh i hate mr beast you know <laughs> so it's like even the biggest youtuber on the planet there's still people out there who are like i hate him i hate his face right you know you just can't make everyone happy yeah. it's just the unfortunate well look at look at my content, right? Like I make blue collar oil field content. I work a lot and people always have to say, well, Oh, you, you must, you abandon your children. You must not love your wife. You know what right. I mean? You're killing the planet, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And it's, it's like, people, Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, cool, man. You know? And, but for me, I've had bosses that have said way worse shit to me. Right. So <laughs> their comments don't bother me. Right. You right. gotta be able to take criticism in, in yeah. this industry. Right. And so yeah. like, Oh, you're a bitch. Well, yeah, I kind of am sometimes, you know what I mean? Like you try working that. 100 hours a week and uh, doing content on the internet and having to deal with, you know, salty bitches. I actually got demonetized on Facebook for a couple of weeks because I saw, called someone uh, uh, a salty bitch. Oh, oh, on uh, like on a Facebook. message or a comment or something? Comment, on a comment. Yeah, I'm that'll like, do it. Why, look at you being all a salty bitch. I'm like, I literally get paid to make this content. You're being a salty bitch for free, right? right. And they... And, <laughs> no, and, and it, like, oh, it's so funny. taking away it, your funny. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I, I, I used to work in a kitchen. I have had bosses and coworkers and people say the most crazy stuff, you know, the most out of pocket effed up things um, yeah. to me, like insulting my character, like people who actually know me and work with me insult my character. So a stranger yeah. on the internet throwing shade at me, bro, you do not bother me at all. Like some people would love to think that they get to me on the internet. <laughs> yeah. I it, It's happened. It's happened. But it's never been the people who thought it would happen. It's always just yeah. like. Like, if I read a comment and it's, like, this super long, just ridiculous thing, like, you don't work and you, like, you're lazy and your content's trash. It's so dumb and easy and, like, you put in no, like, effort. You don't add anything. Like, that's There's like a the grind. biggest. There's always a critique about how I don't add yeah. anything. It's, like, you just read the memes and laugh. Like, and, like anyway, but it's those aren't the comments that usually bug me. It's 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 something that's usually short. When someone's like, you're not funny. You know, like three words. Those three words, for some reason, sting yeah. me more. And it's like, listen, here's the deal. 
<laughs> I never claimed to be funny. <laughs> you know, it's like I I know I'm not out here, you know, branding myself as a comedian. I just create content, bro. <laughs> like, you know, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta put me in a box when I didn't even claim to be anywhere near that said box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, man, like you were saying, like you were you've been criticized by like people you work with. Dude, if you're not being criticized by the people you work with in this industry, they don't like yeah. you. It's when they stop criticizing you and talking to you and saying, hey, go fuck yourself. Hey, you're a piece of shit. Hey, I hope you wrap your car around a tree on the way home. They That means they don't like you, right? Like they, right. If, if they're not constantly on your ass criticizing you, oh, I hope that line you do next time is laced with fentanyl. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, shit. All right. Yeah. Damn. So the average person. My bro just got real person. deep with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know. It's, yeah. it's like that in the kitchen too. If, yeah. if you're not getting criticized, I, I've dealt with criticism like my whole life, mainly from like working in a kitchen, but also making music. You you deal with a ton of criticism making music and it's it's all great, right? But you do eventually have to develop some hard skin. And I, I think criticism is, it's funny. I'll talk on the phone with like my editor or other people and he'll be like, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to like, you know, hurt your feelings or judge. I'm like, bro, it, th those days are gone. <laughs> Like, have you have you ever reached a point or thought about man i i can't do this anymore i sh i should just throw away the throw, throw in the towel and just walk away like with like my fan base with content and creating, creating content. has it ever gotten yeah, so hard? yeah definitely yeah. um but i guess like the times where i have gone to that point i stopped making videos for like man honestly even like two or three days and I'm already like fiending to get back to making content. So it's yeah. like, that's what kind of like, I can't imagine not making content for like a month. Like, I don't yeah. think I could do it. I enjoy it too much. Like I enjoy it too, man. I, you know, like I, I've gone times where, you know, I, I've gone through times where it's like, damn, you know, I'm having a rough day or a couple of days of, of, of thinking of shit to do. Right. Yeah. And it's sure. like, man, did I lose it? Am I, Oh my God, I've lost it. This is, you know, yeah. Oh, I can't do this anymore. And then, you know, then I'll see one good idea and then one good idea leads to 20 good ideas. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, cool. I'm back baby right and then you know of course the algorithms sometimes it's shit and right. and it's just like oh man 700 views what the fuck i haven't had a video do that bad in a while but then delayed explosion it takes off later right so it's yeah like, okay yeah yeah seth rogan actually said something on a podcast recently that pretty much sums up what you're talking about the 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 only for sure way to not succeed is to quit right if Amen you don't if you don't quit you might make it right but if you do quit you for sure won't make it so it's like even though your chances of making it aren't guaranteed if you don't quit your chances of not making it are guaranteed if you do quit so Boom. It, it, yeah and i mean i'll have the same thing that the world we live in just moves so quick these days yeah that you go two days without making a video or having ideas and you're like I lost it, right? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I think the same thing. I go two days without thinking of stuff or maybe three, and I'm like, maybe this is it, right? <laughs> and, yeah. But it's hey, like, it, it, hey, that's, not that, that's not that long. Like, your fan base isn't just going to disappear in yeah. two days. I, I mean, I I hope not, right? You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, if, if I had millions of people just be like, two days without a video, I'm out of here. Like, you know, I'd be like, <laughs> yo, come on. Yeah. So, but it's, yeah. 
Yeah, I've thought about quitting. Um, it, it was easier to entertain that thought before. Um, there's some contracts that I'm in uh, that are like six months or a year long. So it makes it like harder to, you know, like it, basically that's me being like, well, you know, if I don't honor this contract, I am not getting paid. Right. So yeah. it's like it's it's kind of like. It makes it harder. I mean, it was easier to entertain that possibility. But this is also the field that I've always wanted to be in and always dreamed about being in. Didn't think it would take me to the age of 30 to get into it, to be honest with you. But I had, you know, delusions of grandeur with like music and such. And I, I mean, a lot of, you know, young people do in their sure. Is your music still out there somewhere? Like, where can we find the music? Yeah, I mean, in fact, my rap name is Bentelect. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just so funny that my... People probably see my handle on social media and think, what the hell does that mean? Some people think it's like my last name, like my first name is Ben, last name Select. Um, but it's just funny because I, I, every platform is has already had that name, whether it's YouTube or Instagram or whatever, way before I ever had any traction on the internet. But yeah, I mean, you can Google Ben Select. I'm on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud, but all of that music is, um, it's all very old. I, uh, it, music for me, right? For some people, it's different. But for me, I just was so dedicated and passionate about it throughout my 20s that I it just kind of ran its course, right? And, uh, you know, I've made a lot of, I've made hundreds of songs, but because people ask me, like, do you still make music? And it's like, for a minute, I was kind of trying to entertain the idea, but I'm like, I just did it for so long and I just, it, that part of my life is just gone, you know? So, yeah. which is fine. I mean, at least I, like, I still have hundreds of songs on my laptops and, and stuff. So I can always reminisce, but I mean, yeah, I'm out there. Rapidity rapping all that good Be stuff. Be rabbit over here. Hey, hey. <laughs> I, know, man. I, I loved it. That was the goal. The goal was to be a famous rapper. Forget this TikTok shit. I, but <laughs> when it when it took off, I went with it. I knew I knew in the back of my mind, um, pretty young, probably since like twenty or eighteen, that if I was gonna ever have any mainstream like fame, and I guess this isn't mainstream, but if I was ever gonna be even internet famous for something, it was either gonna be music or for comedy, because I've I've always really loved making people laugh and smile and and just. Uh, you know, I, I've always just enjoyed that. I've always enjoyed relatable comedy and stuff like that. Yeah. You put me in a room with 10 people. I, I just can't help, but get them all laughing. I just, I just, I Same, love people. Man. I love content. I love laughing. I'll cross that line if I have to, too. I'll yeah. cross lines. I don't <laughs> you're care. Like, you're like, look, I will cross that line. You're like, I will say what needs to be said. I don't even Start think laughing. about it. First. <laughs> I don't, I don't even think about it before I speak, you know, like there's, if there's a filter, it's very, very clogged, but I don't, I don't think about it first. Cause I like to be just as surprised as the people that are hearing it. Right. Be like, Oh shit. Did I just say that? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I, uh, I've become very PG throughout this process, but well, not process Same. growing, but uh, I mean, dude, when I first started, I was reading some very, savage tweets cussing you were f words and all this stuff oh man i loved it so much i because i love the f word right but now i i i never say it i don't say shit i say ish instead i don't get say, it out yeah, get it I, out right here say it all you want say yeah it. no on, get it out there <laughs> man. I, no i'm telling you i got you um, it. 
Man, I have a shortened way of saying like every single cuss word that is not a cuss word. People, they ask me, they'll be like, why, why don't you cuss? It's like, the real question is why would I, right? You know, YouTube <laughs> doesn't want me saying any cuss words. TikTok doesn't, you know, I mean, yeah, it's great. Like, I love it, but it's just having PG family friendly content. It, it's just, it, it's just. It, luckily for me, some content can't be friend, family friendly, right? For me to not have family friendly content, I would almost have to put in more effort for it not to be family friendly. You know, yeah. Comedy in general, I mean, I guess I don't want to say that because there's plenty of comedians who are very, very R rated. But for me, I'm. Oh yeah, I know a few of them personally. Yeah, yeah. But content on TikTok is easy to make um, PG, and I, you know, kind of the. The pat like I I sometimes will post random stuff like thirst traps or um just like you know uh just you know X-rated stuff that's like kind of kept Ooh. low key and people will be like what the hell is this and and like you know but it, it's funny it almost always does well because people are so taken aback because I'm this person who like my online persona is very happy and like kind and PG. And then I post something that's like sex related and they're just like, (laughs) they're like, what? Like, you know, so I I love doing that. That was like me, right? Because when I first started, I would spend six months at a time away from home. Right. I spent Uh 20 days at home in two years. So my, my, my following, my fan base, if you want to call it that my, my following and, and people, you know, they only saw me at work or in camp, right? Uh The first time I went home and I went live from my living room and I was Uh talking to my wife in the background and she was cutting me down, like, you know, savagely. They're like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm at home, bro. Right. Like they're like, you have a home. Like you're not in camp. So funny. No, I'm at home. People on the internet are crazy because they they literally believe that, People used to, for the longest time, I only put out green screen meme reviews, like yeah. I was telling you. And then, like, I started just kind of, like, throwing in random videos without green screen, like, you know, trends and stuff, dancing or whatever. People be like, I didn't even know you had a body, right? You know, and, but, like, I still sometimes <laughs> see comments like that, and I'll be like, because my content has changed so much. Like, it, like yeah. I said, it, it used to be literally 90% meme reviews down to, like, probably 30% meme reviews. Like, I... I do way more different content, um, but and like that's just like part of like, you know, I got bored with it. I'm like, I don't want to just read memes every single day and put that out. Like it gets redundant, and it definitely did. Yeah. I still put them out though, because anytime I see a funny meme, I'm like, I just screenshot it and then I do like you know two or three a week, like just because I'm like, there's some memes that are just like they're just too funny, man. Like your just- your laugh, your laugh when you're doing them too, it <clears throat> helps. It pushes it, man. Because you your know, laugh, and- I laugh at your laugh sometimes. <laughs> I, you know what's funny is I remember one time a comment from a hater really bothered me. He was like, he he was just talking shit about like my laugh being like fake laugh or some shit, and um, I I remember uh, it just was bugging me. I I don't know why it was. Just, and this is way back. And I remember I was on the phone with my buddy and I was scrolling Instagram while we were on the phone and I saw this meme that was just hilarious. I'm like, hold hold up. You got to hear this meme. And I like read it and like I read it and laughed the exact same way that I do in all my videos. And it just totally erased the haters comment from my brain. So I'm like, dude, fuck him. Like I laugh and talk and everything in front of that camera is exactly how I am in real life. And I understand why there's haters out there. I get it. 
if I wasn't me and I saw some dude getting a million plays laughing at memes he found on Instagram and Twitter, I'd be like, dude, fuck this guy. You know, I I honestly probably wouldn't think that, but I can see why people do, especially when you have content creators who are putting in high, high effort to make videos. And then you have someone like myself that has very simple content um, what in regards to like the memes and stuff, I, like, yeah. you know, who wouldn't be mad if, you know, if, if you look at both sides, but I mean, I just, I, I thought of the idea of reading memes and doing a reaction video and I, you know, people were like, oh, well, haven't you read the memes before? I'm like, well, a meme isn't funny once. So I find like five, six memes that I like that day. And I read them. I'm like, okay, that's that's funny. And then I just like repeat what I did when I first read it in front of a video. And you know, I was lucky enough, lucky enough to kind of fit into this pocket in the algorithm. Um, yeah. And but the whole like reading memes idea, like, I mean, I yeah, I still to this day don't even know how I came up with it. But I, uh, yeah. So I and I, you know, I can't really say, hey, I invented green screen, right? You know, the TikTok green screen feature. I, you know, people were putting different shit in the background. I just was like, well, what if I put like a meme in the background? Um, yeah. Yeah. A bunch of them. And then, and then I, after I like really took off and like was established, I would see people like doing the same thing. I'm like, okay, yeah, I thought of a really good idea. Cause like that's, that's well, what I'm yeah. like. That was a great idea because I, I saw yeah. a lot of other people doing or trying to do uh, the same type of content. And I mean, if you think of somebody who reads memes on the internet, I'm probably the first person to come. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100% you are. I thought about wanting to do something like that one time too. And I saw some really a great string of memes I was saving. And I'm like, oh, I should read these. And I'm like, no, no, no. Someone already does that. It's Ben, right? Yeah. I, no, but you can. No, ben, like, you know, it's like, see, that's my thing too, is that like, I I do a lot of different types of content, right? Like I, I do trends, I do skits, I do uh, like facts videos, informational videos, conspiracy theory videos, reaction videos, all different types of content, right? And uh, if I do content that's similar to another creator's, like I hope they don't get mad at me. I feel like as long as you have your own thing if you branch out and do other things, even if it encroaches on someone else's content, I, I just don't really see anything wrong with that. Like if I started making, yeah. Like if I started making, um, like Daniel LaBelle does physical comedy, right? Like if people ran instead of walked everywhere they went, or if people jumped instead of uh, walked everywhere they went, like if suddenly all of my content was just like Daniel LaBelle, well, that's, that's not okay. Right. But if once every, you know, if once in a while I throw out a video, that's like, you know, how celebrities walk and it, it's similar to Daniel LaBelle's. Well, of course it is. I got inspiration from the guy, <laughs> you know, but, but, and it's like, but people don't think of it like that. They don't think of it as like, oh, this creator got inspiration from this other creator. Yeah. And he's known for his thing, but he's just, you know, kind of messing around doing different stuff. They just think, oh, he bit his style and he's a copycat. It's like, you know, call me. What I actually want. saw one of your videos recently, like maybe it was today, actually, the CEO video. Oh, so funny. Right. Yeah. Right. And, that, and, and that gave me ideas. The hamster wheel got turning with that sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly and how I'm going to use it tomorrow. Yeah. And that wasn't even my idea. You know what I mean? Like I saw like three or four other people do that video, you know, yeah. and it's like by putting out that video, I'm not claiming that idea. Right. I, I think people just they're a little too. um 
I, I think they're a little too judgmental and petty might even be the right word on what content creators do. You know what I mean? Like if I saw yeah. a video of you or someone else reading memes, like I, I don't care. Read memes. We all love memes. There's the green yeah. screen feature. You can do what I'm doing. You don't have to tag me or anything. Uh, however, if I go to someone's page and every video is them reading memes, then I'm like, hey, you kind of bite my style. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I feel like there's a line and I, I'm just a very like laid back, chill, low key person. I've also been through a lot in life and have had many jobs, worked with hundreds of people, um, have had, you know, many relationships with, you know, and friendships with many people. So for me, I, I guess it's just very hard to make me out to be someone who doesn't get along with people, not like make me out, but it's, it's, I'm just very easy to get along with. And so, I, you know, it's very hard to make me mad. And I, I don't know, I'm very into law of attraction and just humanity and people getting along. And I wish more people were like that, but there's nothing I can do to make them more like that than to be a good example of someone who's just hoping we all get along. <laughs> Amen to that. Yes, where, sir. Where, before we move on here and and mm. and further on, down, where can people find you? What are your if no one knows? Like you know, what I mean, where can yeah. people find you on the internet? It's just Bentelect everywhere. Bentelect at Bentelect. Yep, every platform: YouTube, yeah. Instagram, TikTok, SoundCloud, Facebook, Pinterest, Snapchat. You name it, I probably got the handle. Because <laughs> when I really blew up is when I was like, okay, every single platform that I can think of, I got to go create an account and name it Ben Select. Because if I don't, someone like, someone on like Call of Duty or something took the name Ben Select. I like signed up the other day and was like trying to call myself Ben Select. And it was like, this name's taken. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, so I had to name myself like Ben Select 1. <laughs> like, Jesus. I'm like, damn. I, Who stole I can't your name? Take I can't even take my own name anymore. It was wild. Now you got to find that guy and you got to trash talk him. Tell him you're going to be his new daddy. No, it's over with that guy. Whoever that dude is, he got it. It's it's his now. <laughs> he's he has to, He's got to read memes for a living now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the torch is now yours, young one. Yeah. <laughs> take it, my yeah. man. It's all on you. I, I, got, I got a question that we've been playing around with at work a little bit the last few days. And like someone today added a new twist to it. So I'll add in the twist at the end there. So we're sitting there and we're, I'm like really thinking and I'm like, Hey man, what is worse? What do you think would be worse? Incest or gay incest? <laughs> Bro, I cannot answer that question. <laughs> I just can't. I, I, I don't even know where to, think what would be yeah i don't know <laughs> the, Bro, the plot twist the plot twist that got brought into it was they're twins man y'all really <laughs> be thinking of some shit while you're out there you guys are like you're like you're like what question can i get ben to answer that will cancel him immediately no that no, was no. it no i'm joking but no, no i i honestly do not have answer to that i don't that have an answer like, for it either man. that Other sounds like some very very uh bored talk like i i when i worked in a kitchen some of the guys i worked with in kitchens they would come up with the most absurd because you're chilling you know with these people all day and it gets to the point where you're bored and you're like 
shit, I gotta go. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, um, there's times where, you know, I haven't been home in weeks, right? And, you know, blue collar men or and oil field men in general, we are some of the gayest straight dudes you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. I have no problem walking up to my homie and smacking his butt and saying, looks right. good today, bud. You know what I mean? And, Not, you know, no, and, dude. and we're just like yeah. that in the kitchen too. Yeah. And uh, what did I say to him the other day? Oh, it was like, man, he bent over. And when he came back up, I'm like, man, you better watch it. I haven't been home in so long. You're starting to look good. Right. <laughs> like, you know, I'm foaming at the mouth here, bro. You know? <laughs> oh, and, man. No, I love shit like that. No, I yeah. dude, my guys in this, I, I used to work at this country club. So not not even like a bougie country club, just like like whatever. And like me and my boys there, like we we just oh my god, we worked so hard together. Like we just we would work like and the workload was just so massive that you almost feel like you know them better because you just go through this like you know, dude. The kitchen cooking in a kitchen is. I mean, I I don't. I'm sure your job is actually probably harder, um, especially if like we did not work those hours, but you do so much work together that you just kind of like, you just fuck around and just save oh, shit. Yeah. Be, like, be like, that's a nice ass. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> just that random talk. It's just fun. Pass oh man, it is fun, man. You know what I mean? Like you got to do something other than work. That's how TikTok for me started, right? It was the monotony yeah. of get, it was COVID it was bringing me down a little bit. You know, yeah. I was away from my family for a long time and the monotony yeah, yeah. of the industry, right? Like I fell out of love with the industry I work in. Right. And I was kind of questioning, like, where do I fit in here? Do Can I, can I make it somewhere else? Cause this is a lifestyle. And yeah. it's like, you know, can I make it anywhere else? And the answer was like, well, if I tried, right. But like, yeah. what else can, what else is there out there for me? Right. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, man, like, what am I doing here? And then, you know, I started, started making content and it started making me laugh. It started making me, you know, like go, the things we go through is what I joke about in my videos. Right. Mm-hmm. The, you know, covered in mud, covered in chemical, covered in, you know, the day basically mm-hmm. and missing home we're all going through it together the camaraderie is insane right so i started making videos i started making myself laugh started feeling a little bit better then i got feedback from other people in the industry dude that's funny i relate to that i'm also mm-hmm. feeling this i'm also feeling that we talk a lot of mental health on my podcast and on in my videos too right mm-hmm. and you know you need to and um you know so you know the 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 reaction, the feedback, everything from from the industry and and how I was feeling about it, I found that love again. I found that love again I had for the industry, right? And it was like, That's damn, great. you know what? Like I took my community, my camaraderie I had with my coworkers, and I and I stretched it out to people not just in Canada or in Alberta where I work, in Saskatchewan, in BC, Texas, uh, North Dakota, Malaysia. Dude, uh, anyone in the oil field from all over the world, I've taken that the camaraderie from, you know, from just where I am, my area, and I've mm-hmm. stretched it out everywhere. And you know what? Like we 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 always talk about how and and, and, the, and the Internet, TikTok has shown it big industry, small community. Right, right. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. there's a there's a, a niche for things I never thought there would be one for all over the internet right you ever and... been on nub talk 
on what? Oh, it's, it's a thing. People that are missing limbs and extremities, like they're missing fingers and they got like nub, nubs. And Bro, this girl, no. she dances, see, and she's missing arms and she's like, looks like a chicken wing, right? Dude, and I was like, a, that's cool. The, it's, I mean, oh man, it's just, it's wild. I mean, there's shit I just never really would have thought was a thing is like a thing on 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 the internet because someone's into it right and tiktok is just so everything changed with tiktok because everything before tiktok the closest thing to it was like vine right and um i was never really someone who scrolled on vine until three months before they shut it down (laughs) so like three months before they shut it down i became obsessed with vine and like the saw dude videos and like i started putting out like some vines none of them ever took off none of them ever put out one yeah like um but then it went away and i mean this is a long time ago this is 2016 and um then for the longest time it was like people were just becoming like a content creator whether it was like a youtuber or an instagram model it was almost like a pipe dream like it it took so much work and i personally know that um not on the youtube front but on instagram i tirelessly would put out content and things to push my music and never ever 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 got the slightest like bump in you know a following or anything like that and then tiktok came out and that's what kind of piqued my interest about tiktok was that these there were people not only going viral and getting you know a million plays on a video and i thought that that'd be cool to get a million plays on a video you know it just it, it just would be cool to wake up and be like damn that's a lot of plays right you know i got and, a cake uh, for my first million view video you what you got cake? i got I got I got a cake made for me. Shit, you lucky. You know what? I got nothing. No, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, but I so I I just was drawn to that. But more so, I was drawn to the fact that these people were gaining fan bases who were, from what I could see, very dedicated fan bases almost oh, yeah. overnight. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like. I I just I want a piece of this pie and uh or a piece of, piece of the cake rather but I you know and then I you know I I there was definitely some luck involved I think I think oh, yeah. luck, definitely. luck passion and opportunity they say they meet and you know that's what luck is or whatever but for me I it just it it, it was just a perfect storm however I could not have been more infatuated with the fact that these that TikTok was, it, it was just so strange. And then as I kind of blew up with it and then watched TikTok to continue to just be such a force in the world uh, and and social media more so, it just blew my mind. And I, now it's, what's actually the funniest thing is that people, when they recognize me in public, almost I don't know. Seventy percent of the time, it's not from TikTok. It's from YouTube Shorts. Like I, I had like seven million followers on TikTok, and I never got recognized in public. People never used to. I, I, and I mean, I don't look like that. You know what I mean? Like I don't look yeah. that crazy. I'm not like some guy dressed in a lime green suit with blonde colored hair. You know, blonde curly hair. Like I, you know, I don't look like I'm. You know, I kind of look like Mr. Beast walking around, right, or whatever. But so. But then I blew up on YouTube Shorts, and I 
suddenly just like everywhere I went, people were like, if if I if they didn't walk up to me and like recognize me and say like, hey, what's up? I would just notice everywhere I went, people would just be like staring yep. like for too long. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? It was it was so wild. Um, and I still love it, like when people come up and say hi and stuff. But there's some days I leave the house and I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I put on the put on the baseball cap. We're all black. Like you, you rent know, out just, the Disney theme park to yourself. Yeah, I <laughs> I just rolled it. Yeah, you know, it's just not one of those days. Go to the Mall of America and just ride the. Log hey, ride. we actually so, have the second largest mall in the world. You guys have the first. We have the second. Oh, we no have West, West Edmonton Mall, and that's why I get recognized there a lot. Oh, that no is, If if I ever want to go on an ego trip and get recognized, I go there. That's right? funny. And, and I walk around, and I'm like, "Where are they? Where right? where they at? <laughs> Come on, I know you're here." Right? Oh no, man, it's, it's, I, I, yeah. Oddly enough, I almost never like actually want to be like recognized. Sometimes I'll be like shopping with like yeah, there's my times girl where it's or some like, shit, and 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 like. You know, some like hot girls will walk up and be like, oh, "Are you been selected?" <laughs> My girl is like giving me the glare, like be dismissive. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, how you doing?" But like, you know, you know, they'll be like, "Oh my god, like, can we get a picture?" I'm like looking over at hers. It's cool. Like, yeah, my girl kind of gets sick of the whole thing sometimes, but I don't blame her. I mean, she, she, me and her met before I ever had a follower. So I, she's seen me go from zero to what I'm at now. So it's, yeah, yeah. Don't be like Jordan Belford, all right? Like, stay right? Away. <laughs> no, no, and I mean, it's man. I shudder at the thought of her and I breaking up and me having to go online dating and like you know girls screenshotting our messages or you know. How long you guys been together? And, uh, a while. Um, I we were dating for a year. We broke up for a couple months. Um, and we've been together now for three years so i i mean i guess if you i met her like almost five years ago um so yeah it'll be like i guess technically if you don't count those two months we broke up uh like five years but i've been you know, uh, with my <coughs> wife for 17 years this year and married for 10 good stuff yeah, yeah it's that's, been a long my, time yeah that's you know what i mean there's none better than having a partner in crime i mean i I, for me, it's like, you know, I've told her, I'm like, if we break up, I don't know if I'll ever date again, because like, just because of like how shit is now, like maybe in five yeah. years, if this all, if, if I decide to do something else and that, you know, ditch social media or, or if I'm just not, you know, um, relevant in five years, like, sure. But like right now, if we broke up, like me getting on dating apps, I just, I really worry about what people would you know, screenshot and post on social media to try and get some clout or whatever. And, yeah. and plus, yeah. even if they don't do that, someone recognizing me from the internet instead of just like going on a date with me because we talked and they got along with me or they thought I was, you know, attractive or whatever, you know, them being like, oh, you're that guy from TikTok. I want to go on a date with him just because he's got a following on TikTok. You know, it's, you better, it's you better be careful. They don't have a turkey baster with them. <laughs> Bro, I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> uh, well, don't. you know, when when women are like, you know, they want to they want to try to blackmail you with a baby or something like that, you know, oh they take God. a turkey baster and they they're like suck it out of the condom or whatever, and then they like oh it's my a turkey God, baster. Bro. Bro, that's tough. That's a 
No, I doubt that would happen to me. I'm not Drake. I, uh, <laughs> but the goal, the goal is to be for me that famous that one day, like I, I want like some of those problems. Like I want some <laughs> of those problems where people are like, you got to worry about that. son." like, I want people on my team or my friends to like come up and be like, you should be worried about that. Like I, I like, yeah. Oh my God. So, no, so like in five years, you want to be like, you know, you want to be that guy. that's like, when a girl starts talking to you, you go through a checklist. Hey, you got a turkey baster on you. If you got a turkey right. baster, no, we no, ain't hanging just, out. Yeah. No, there was, um, there was like a, a few weeks last year where my girl and I went on a break and I thought about hanging out with this girl that like DM me and I ended up not, but my, my uh me and my lawyer were on the phone just randomly because like we're just close and shit and uh like yeah i've been thinking about you know going on a date with this girl he's like make her sign a non-disclosure contract <laughs> i was like i was like oh non-disclosure that's got so it. romantic got it right yeah hey sign here in here anyway how you doing what's your favorite color <laughs> <laughs> oh god you no know, yeah so i mean oh man the youth and all the kids and shit it's the world's a different place. Very different. Amen place. to that. That yeah. it's just not you're all wrong, man. It's dude, it, these are problems our parents never had to deal with. None. No. I do like, you I, okay, sorry. No, sorry. you go ahead. I was gonna say, do you find yourself, you know, like the, the further down social media I go, the less social I become. Absolutely. Because I think the reason for that is when you see something that you relate to that makes you feel good about how like you are. Like, for instance, if I see a post about like something that I don't relate to at all, because some Gen Z's said it, <laughs> the first thought in my head is I'm like, I think I'm good not going in public for the next seven to 10 business days, right? Like, you know, yeah. and, but yeah. the same is true as if I see someone post something and it's like, I no longer get up in the middle of the night to investigate strange noises. It's whatever. Right. So that, that also, I, I read that and I'm like, I really just know that there's people out there that are like me. And just that thought alone is fine. I don't, I don't know if that's like how you feel, but like, for me, it's yeah. like, I either see something that's so relatable that it makes me think like, Hey, that's cool. There's other people out there. I don't really need to go out there because now that I know that I don't need to meet them because they're like me. And then people who aren't like me, I'm like, I don't need to meet them because they're not like me. Well, like we're, we're, what I was thinking, yeah, I was that too. But what I was thinking was like, you know, you know, the internet has showed me there's a lot of amazing and good people out there, mm -hmm. but the internet showed me there's a lot of shitty people too. Right. 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 Yeah. I, no, I, that is a good point. Yeah. And, and, you know, I always say this thing like, hey, whenever someone does something that I don't like or makes a video that I don't agree with, I'm not going to make a video calling them out on it because mm -hmm. of the, you never know. Like you have fucking 11 million followers on, on, on TikTok, right? Mm -hmm. Do you, can you honestly say that you know the mental health of 11 million people? And if any of those 11 million people are willing to kill for you? No. Of yeah, course. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I you I wouldn't start beef with any anybody because like, you know what, like I don't know if any of my I'm at sixty, right? So sixty thousand people. Is there someone out there that and you've seen 
the FBI skills of some of the people on this app where they oh, yeah. can find literally everything out about you ever, right? Down from your shoe size to your address to what you were doing in fucking seventh grade with Susie in the kitchen. You know what I mean? And yeah, so, you know, like, yeah, it's it's a scary world. The, the internet's scary, man. Yeah. And no, I would never want to, yeah, put that put that on anybody where it was like, Hey, you said something I didn't like. So now I'm going to call on my followers to blast you now. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah I would never do that either. I think one time I had, uh, Billy Eilish dissed me really early on when I blew up and you know, you've made it when. Yeah. And even then, like none of her followers really came for me. I, I wasn't that big back then though. Um, that shit almost like ended my career um, <laughs> <laughs> early on, almost just <sighs> cut short. Luckily I made it past that, but um, I'm resilient as fuck too. So, but I remember one time um, uh, the host of H3 podcast and his wife, uh, Hila and Ethan Klein were talking about me and she was just kind of like, so appalled by my content she she just couldn't believe that anyone she made it seem like even watching a second of my content was like suffering as if it was chinese water torture to watch my content oh, fuck. and um i just i was so taken aback by how much she hated my content so i made a video and i said top five people who hate me and um i was like hila klein and uh, then I mentioned like Billy Eilish and a few other people who are a lot more notable than Hila Klein. And then I uh, started getting all of these DMs and comments of people being like, Ben, you got to take this down. These people are like coming for Hila Klein. Like, and I, I doubt it was as serious as they were making it seem, but nonetheless, I took it down because I was like, I, at that, I, I, I was like, holy shit, wow, I forgot that. I do have a lot of followers, and some of these people will, you know, go up to bat for me if someone's talking shit. And so, yeah, I've I've stayed out of any form of beef. There's content, like, I, it all, every piece of, or every genre, if you will, of content creation, right? Uh, whether it's, again, music, comedy, acting, whatever it is, modeling, whatever. Um, it, it's all subjective to someone's taste, okay? Absolutely. So there are people on TikTok that I cannot stand. I cannot watch them. I have people on TikTok that I have blocked because I don't like their face. I don't like their content. <laughs> I don't Gen like Z. anything <laughs> about them. They might be the nicest person ever, but when I see them, it makes my blood boil. And that's okay, right? Because there's plenty of people who see my face and their blood boils. But I'm not going to make a video talking about how much I don't like this person. I'm not going into their comments telling them how much I don't like their content. I literally block them so I never see them and I move on. I don't make videos about them, right? So it's like, because some people make, I mean, people make videos about me every day. Um, you know, they'll pull up a meme and they'll laugh outrageously. And it's clearly just the fakest forced, just mockery of my content. And it's like, they just, you know, I, maybe they're just unhappy and maybe they've never met someone who is as, 
positive and optimistic and and happy in life. So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe the laughing is a coping mechanism. I don't know. But I you know it's if anyone wanted to know if this is how I am in real life, all they had to do is ask anyone I've worked with, anyone I've dated, anyone I've been friends with, or any family member. They're like, that is literally him all the time. Like it's just yeah, it's just me. So like yeah, but it's that's an interesting thought that. Yeah, I mean, it, it it has also made me realize social media that there are there's a lot of other people out there that I have no interest in meeting. But as I've gotten older, I've also kind of felt like that anyway. So if anything, social media has just solidified my my lack of interest in most people. It's, it sounds bad to say, but kind of true. Big shout out to Billie Eilish for hating on Ben. <laughs> shout out Billie Eilish. I would date her in a second, though. Like, I don't know why. I think Billy Eilish is fine as fuck. Um, if I could pull that off, date Billy Eilish, I'd be set. Forget any of, forget this content, Chris. I'd be like, listen, Billy, I really got a great idea for like a clothing company. Can I just like do that? But you know, can you like jumpstart me on that? So if we break up, we're good, right? You know. But like, if I was with someone like <laughs> stupid famous like that, I'd be like. Look, if if I can like entertain you enough as your partner, can I like not work? <laughs> she's, she's probably got I'm you sorry. on the block, but, like, right? You're, like you know, I, I'll come on tour with you. You know, make sure you got water bottles. Make sure you're nice and rested. Chocolate on the pillow at the hotel. You know, I'll carry your bags. Like I'd be just totally a stay-at-home boyfriend for like a famous chick. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She you got it. That. I'm here for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> What's her brother's you- name? Billy Eilish? Yeah. Billy Eilish and her I... brother write music together and clothing in their oh, house. Yeah, yeah, no, she yeah. Uh, her brother, or it's like it's her brother or a relative of some kind. I don't know if it's her brother or it's her brother, yeah. Is it? Um yeah. I think he's he's like her producer or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's, so he's got some wild. Kind of weird name. Love it. No, I love it. I don't know his name, but my it's, got, it's a weird always... name. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, me huh. neither. Yeah. Fuck, no, my well, here. I got a laptop right here. I can look it up this second. Um, no, it's funny. My sister always jokes about that with me. She'll be like, "Ah, I'm I'm coming on, I'm coming on tour with you if you ever start doing like comedy or some ish." I'm just like, "All right, you do you." Uh, Phineas. Phineas, that's dude. You know what's crazy? My mom almost named me Phineas. Bro, that would have been weird for Billy if you guys started dating. No, she you probably would have been on the no fly list for her. I, dude, I for sure would have been on the no fly list. Shout yeah. out my mom not naming me Phineas so that me and Billie Eilish have a future together. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Dude, I'm making that as a sneak peek video. You know that, right? Go I'm ahead. Tagging, man. I'm no, that's great. Eilish send it to I'm, me. I'm tagging her in it too. <laughs> no, send it to me. I, I am gonna. I I do gotta cut us off now though. But um, do you got everything you need for this? Well, I'm gonna. I just one more question, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, Mount 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 Rushmore, the 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 four most prominent people in American history are on Mount Rushmore, right? Mm-hmm. And I always yeah. finish every podcast with this. So, um. Who would be on your Mount Rushmore and why? The four people you admire or look up to? I actually have never been asked such a creative question. Um, that teachers should use that in school. Absolutely. Um, My boss actually <clears throat> asked me that. Really? 
Yeah. That's a great. Um, one of them would for sure uh, be Billy my father. <laughs> no. no. Um, one would be my no. father. Um, yeah. One would be my mother. Um, just because I, I, I just firmly believe that I, I, I would not be on this planet without them. So I have to give them priority. And your over. mom didn't name you Phineas. That too. That's actually the main reason she's on there. Forget the whole like sappy speech. Um, I would say that uh, the third person on there would be uh, Jeff Lakatos, who was actually one of my chefs in a kitchen. And the other person would be, um, uh, I think, uh, Jason Inglehart, who was also a chef of mine in a kitchen. And, and the reason that these people would be on there, I mean, my parents, that's pretty obvious just because, I mean, they raised me and uh, brought me up to be who I am. Uh, but these two particular bosses were just very, they, they taught me that you can be a good person and that even though work sucks, you can still have fun in, in this world. Like working in a kitchen with these two guys, they're like, yeah, you know, God, we have all this work to do. But they, I guess they, at, at certain times in my life when I felt hopeless, they, they really made me feel like everything was okay. I know that list is like super corny and people, no one knows. No. I'm not no. like, yeah, Drake, Billie Eilish, Kendrick Lamar and uh, Future. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> For me, I just, I don't know. I mean, well, no, I appreciate it when it's when it's not that, right? It's right. I mean, yeah, like, there's, there's you know, tons meaning of comedians to and artists and people who I look up to. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I guess the growing that I've done as um, a person and, and who I am today is I those people in my life are far more responsible than uh, you know, a Drake song or a, a comedian sketch. But nonetheless, you know, yeah. That's amazing. Well, thanks, buddy. This has been a lot of fun, man. No, I agree. No, I've had a blast talking with you, man. You're good stuff. Um, I'll, uh, do you put this on like Spotify and stuff? It goes Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, and I uh, put the video up on YouTube. So oh, I'll cool. tag you in okay. it on YouTube. And, yeah, I'll uh, yeah. um, I, I'll post it on my story. Um, oh, and people can watch it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, anytime, Thanks, anytime I go on a podcast, I, you know, it's funny. I almost, almost didn't go on this. Um, I wasn't sure it was going to be tonight, but I went on a podcast with a lady last week, and I used to do podcasts all the time. Like when I first like took off. I, I didn't care whose it was. I just would go on it. Like I did a podcast with these two college girls in their basement, like, you know, all on Zoom and shit. But um, so I, I was doing them all the time when I first blew up because I just wanted to get out there. But over the past like year, I just, you know, there's been a couple that I've went on that were just, I'm like, this is, you know, what's the point of me being here, right? Like you yeah. guys are just talking about your own thing. Like I'm not a guest. We're not having a conversation. You're just kind of plugging your own thing. Um, and I went on a podcast literally a week ago with this lady and it was just like, so hard to like go through, uh, with her because she just was explaining her concept of her podcast to me instead of like <laughs> exercising that podcast idea with me as like a guest, like not like I should be showered with grace or nothing, but like, you know, I'm like, just do that right now. Like you have a, you have <laughs> someone on your show. Just do that. Don't tell me about it. Do it. So, yeah, but anyway, yeah. for a second, I was like, ah, 
left a bad taste in my mouth. But I was like, no, this guy seems chill. Let's do it. And I'm glad I did because uh, you're a good dude. I've enjoyed our conversation thoroughly. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, anytime. you know, and I sprung it on you last minute too. You know, and I was like, no, I, was I like, dig that. No, I dig that because when you were like, ah, I need, I'm like, you're like, when when are you free the next week? I'm like, honestly, I'm free right now. And then you were like, you good in the next hour? I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> Fuck it up. <laughs> Well, uh, man, yeah, you know, like, like it's hard. It's hard to schedule. Yeah, people, right. Especially when you get you, it, you when, never know. Yeah, oh, for sure. When you get it up, um, just send me like links and shit. Oh um, yeah, of course. And then I'll yeah I'll post it on my story. And uh, yeah, I dude, I I love going on podcasts with people who I actually can like have a conversation with. Like I don't even I you know we've been on the phone for almost two hours and I literally feel like we've been on the phone for like twenty minutes. Yeah, man. And hey, maybe we should, maybe I should come to Minnesota and maybe, you know, introduce me to your family, bro. We're, 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 we're in a relationship. <laughs> we're a team. We're a team now, my guy. <laughs> we are about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, I, feel like... I want to meet your girlfriend. I want to <laughs> name your children. I want to buy uh, you a dog or something. I oh, my God. Good stuff. <laughs> all right buddy well thanks for coming on bro yeah no anytime man no i appreciate it um yeah just send me links whenever you got them and uh you have a great night all right boss you you too buddy i'm gonna be okay, downloading right. some bentelic musical right now and he's gone all right thanks for coming to another episode of on the throne with dick uh everyone you stay frosty